talking about life, faith, and everything in between. This is Messy Christianity. And welcome back, Messy Christianity. Boys, we, we are going to do some fun today, aren't we? Yep. Talk about something we, we know about, but we don't do. So this is one of those, do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> oh, you know, I say that kind of in jest. Uh, but the truth is, th- this actually reveals part of, of what it means to be a spiritual leader of, of any kind, whether it's a Sunday school teacher or a, just a disciple maker, a pastor, worship leader, whatever, is that there are things we aspire to do and we, we attempt to do, we try to do, but but we we oftentimes don't don't do what what we know we we want to do and need to do you know does that make sense and so it's it's a wrestling too because on the one hand you go well i can't tell people to do something that i don't do but that doesn't change the 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 fact that we should still do it like we're going to say hey you need to exercise yeah. and out of the three of us who who has the most disciplined exercise regimen well, I guess it depends on your definition of exercise. Yeah, yeah. I walk. <laughs> what do you? Good. What do you do, Kevin? I, I I'm really disciplined in spurts. <laughs> I, I'm serious. You are disciplined I, in spurts. I am all for what right now. What is a spurt? A spurt can be like five or six months. Oh, that's and not I'll, an exercise. I'll go like I mean I'll go four, five, six days a week. And then I won't do it for another half a year. And then I'm like feeling guilty, and I'll get back on. So the... basically, like church attendance for most people. <laughs> well, that's a lot. I'm a. I'm the. Uh, I could never run a marathon. I'm the sprinter, and then oh, I'm tired. I gotta walk. So I. But I'm gonna actually, take a sabbatical for a year from exercise. I just defined my whole life, though. Actually, I'm I'm like that in so, so many areas. If you so. walked a marathon, would you still put thirteen one or twenty six two on your? By on the your, time uh... I finish, you know what? <laughs> yes, let's do it. That's awesome. Let's do it. Let's do the next marathon. By the and time just I walk. finish, they're packed up. They're gone home. There's no bleachers. Hey, is if you if street you, cleaners are there. If you cross the starting line, you follow the course and you cross the finish line. I can do it. Why not? Well, there's course a Frasier episode about that. Okay. <laughs> is it really? Oh yes. So stop so, and eat a hot dog. So on my know. resume, I once walked a marathon. <laughs> That's I completed a marathon. Completed a marathon. That's right. That way you don't have to let anybody really know. And you know what I'll do? I'll go the extra tenth of a mile and put a 26.2. <laughs> Just to show everybody. And we ought to do the marathon. Actually, 26.2 is the... Oh, 26.3. I'd see that. There you go. We ought to do the marathon with a bucket of chicken in one hand and a Krispy Kreme dozen in the oh other. My. That would be the ultimate of offense. Oh, so here's the topic. Journaling. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I thought here's, it was about exercise. Let's get to that one, yeah. We should... Wait, it would, it would fit. Journaling. Journaling, yeah. Um, <clears throat> journaling is one of those things where I think I remember hearing about it as a teenager. In a Disciple Now, you know, um, they, they used, we used to have these things called Disciple Nows for those who don't, don't know this. Weekend retreats for yep. teenagers, basically. You basically go to a strange person's house. Um, <laughs> they would divide you up by age group, guys at one house, girls at yeah. another house, and you would do a particular uh, curriculum for the whole weekend. Yeah. And multiple times, um, we did one called Back to the Basics, and in there, I remember them talking about journaling. And yep. so, I would I would start journaling, but but I would never get more than a day or two. It would always be awkward because I'd get real excited about it, and then I would lose it. Then I would pick it up again another mm-hmm. time. And I've done this for my whole life. And yep. I'm honest; it's funny because I now have a journal that I've been trying to keep. True true disclosure. So far in the journal that I started three weeks ago. I have a date. <laughs> well, there you go. I, I have a date on the first page. That's well. it. Um, so 
Well, well first off, are, should we journal and why? I think journaling is a great thing to do for those who resonate with it. Uh, I can't say that biblically that's something that we're supposed to do, even though that's kind of been taught you need to journal. Uh, the purpose of journaling is to help focus our attention on God, draw closer to God, to focus on Him, to listen to what He's saying, and to remember. And I think that really is the key mm. for it. So you look at the Old Testament Scripture, it talks about setting up um, uh, markers. Markers, yes, mm. in, in the Old Stones. Testament. Stones to remind ourselves of where God's taking us and what God's taking us from and where He's taking us to. And so journaling is a way to be able to do that. I know people that journal every single day or five, six mm-hmm. days of the of the week. I've attempted to do that as well, Jeff. I've never succeeded at that. What I do succeed at is I journal pretty descriptively on mission trips, especially overseas trips. I take pictures, I journal, I log, I document, I do a lot of things because for me that's one of the places that I really resonate and hear from God. Um, one of the guys that I grew up listening to, I think all of us may listen to, was Jay Strack. And Jay says, and continues to say, even at youth ministry events today, that you're the same person you are a year from now, uh, that you, you're the same person today that you are a year from now, with the exception of the places that you go, the people you meet, and the books that you read. And he also says that you forget 80% of the things that you experience in one day if you don't write it down within 24 hours. And so for me, especially on mission trips, I want to remember all of that. So I do a great job of journaling. I also do a, a good job of journaling when I have dreams that I feel like God's talking to me in a dream. God's giving me something that I'm supposed to think about, process, pray about. So I'll, I'll journal those. But a day-in, day-out journaling, honestly, it's it's... Sometimes a struggle just to spend time with God in His Word daily, much less carving out 30 minutes or an hour a day to journal. And so for me, it's it's not as high a priority from a day-in, day-out basis. You know, one of the frustrations for me for, for my entire life, really, is I, I've had this picture or this model of what a quiet time is. And it's, the, it's, it's this... Um, um, spiritual giant who goes to a closet and kneels down with a Bible and a pad of paper and spends the next two hours in in deep communion with God. And so that has been my ideal really forever. And and I've, I've gotten away from that as my ideal, but it still wants to haunt me. It still wants to come back and even condemn me and, and, and accuse me going, hey, this is what it, it means to spend quality time with God. And I think that the same kind of thought is with journaling, is that we have this picture of perfection, and because we don't meet that that, that perfect picture, we say, okay, well, forget it. I'm I'm just a failure at this or whatever. Does that make sense? Do you you know what I'm talking about? And I've had to grow into the realization that a quiet time is not a defined um, pattern as much as it is an, an intentional quietness with God. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't have to be at a particular it's good to be at a particular place, but but there's no biblical command of of the structure or the the place. There's just a a biblical example. Jesus himself got away to a quiet and solitary mm-hmm. place by himself multiple times. The scripture and I like the way the scripture puts it. It doesn't say he did it every day, although I I think he probably did. It says he often which is wonderful because if you go to bed after 
Okay, the other day I was in my attic for 18 hours. That's crazy. Like, literally... It's hot here, by the way, for anybody listening. Yeah, the, the attic, when I started at 8 in the morning, it was probably 90 degrees. Yeah. Middle of the day, it was probably pushing 130. Of course, I say in. I was up and down doing electrical work. 18 hours. I got to be on. I didn't do a quiet time that day. <laughs> because I'm, I'm, I, I got down, I'm like, oh, man, I didn't spend time with God. Wow. So should I feel guilty about that? You know, I mean, there there are yeah. times when it just doesn't work out. That doesn't mean you don't love God. It means that hey, you had a day that was crazy busy. Mm-hmm. I don't. Am I wrong in this? I think that's also part of our definition of what a quiet time is. If a quiet time has to be a separate time where I'm just being quiet and listening, even being still, that's not realistic to be able to do that on a day-in basis. However, when you look at the Scripture that does command certain things, like praying without ceasing, being in constant communion well, with God. Praying. Lord, don't and, let me die up here. <laughs> so even as we're working, if if our heart yeah. and our mind's in tune with God, even as we're doing, as an example, what you did, manual labor, absolutely, we still spent time with God, whether or not, whether or not I was sitting with a Bible open and a pen and paper next to me, making notes and, and journaling and jotting down information, I'm still spending time with God if my heart and my mind's in tune with Him. Mm. And that's the essence of, 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 of quality time with God, period. So do we need to, 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 to make a split here and, and talk about what a quiet time is at another time and, and really focus on journaling? Or, or should we put it all together? Because it kind of we'll conversa- goes hands in we'll hand. see where the conversation okay. goes. Because um, I think they do kind of go hand in hand a little bit. Um, by the way, I haven't answered this question yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't journal hardly ever. I, I can't tell you how many times I've started a journal entry where it says, Hey, God, it's been a while since we've done this, but here we go. Like and a then, blog post. You know, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of like out there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've taught in youth ministry. You know, I've taught the discipline of journaling to teenagers, which is, by admission, hypocritical. to say, you know. But I, it's something that I, I believe it's good. Um but I don't believe it's done that much. So, but tying it together with uh, quiet time, one thing, one advantage I can see in journaling is it, it's to me it's not actual the journaling itself, but it's it's while you're journaling. Brent kind of alluded to this earlier. It's remembering, so it's it's a, it's an intentional. We are called to meditate on God's word, so I think mm-hmm. it's an intentionality in meditation. Um, it's it's requiring a little more focus than just a casual read of God's word or just a casual thought process about what God's doing in your life. So you're when you're when you're putting pen to paper or typing it whatever, you're having to intentionally um rationalize or not rationalize but just kind of weed out your thoughts there and uh put them down. So I think you're meditating at that point. Um so in that respect it's a good thing. I don't I don't do it though. I need to. <laughs> I really Well so why 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 do you say you need to then? Well, okay, so I don't that's that's a good question. I don't think I need to every single day, but um, need may be the wrong word. I think it would be beneficial to. Go. That's probably a better way to word it because um, there are times where I'll spend the we're we're saying quiet time, but I'll spend the time, you know, reading and and praying. Um, but the, maybe the focus isn't nearly what it should be while I'm doing that, but. There is something about that extra step of journaling that would that would make that focus better. So 
maybe I can answer it like this. On those days or on those times when the focus is a little more challenging, maybe that would be a good time to to put pen to paper and, and just write out some thoughts. And and, and by the way, I, I believe, and I, I don't, it's been so many years since I've taught this, but, or even talked about this, you know, but um, I think journaling can be a, a bunch of things. It can be uh, thoughts. It can be what God's showing you in the word, but it could even just be writing out a prayer, just physically, you know, just writing to God. Um, so it, I think it's just a way of using our mind because you have to focus to write it. So is journaling then an accumulation of sentences that's put down on page? Because as, as you were talking about, there's other ways to journal. I think there's is there's more than simply I'm writing a paragraph about what God said or what yeah. I'm thinking about or what mm-hmm. God's doing. Mm-hmm. Because when if you were to come into my office, now I've not done this lately on my dry erase board because I've got so much going on in my mind, I'm actually writing it down on paper, but my my dry erase board mm-hmm. is full of thoughts sure. that, that I feel like God has placed in me or I'm trying to flesh out yeah. based on conversations I've had with God and um, you know, things that I'm reading in the scripture. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it my dry erase board truly is one uh, large journal. Yeah. But if you look at it, it's not paragraphed formed, written out book form. It's it's thoughts, it's sentences, it's expressions mm-hmm. that are, and it's circles. I got a lot of circles on you there. Do. You love and, circles. and it's the, the <laughs> way that circles. I feel like God is talking with me, teaching me, talking to me, mm-hmm. communing with me so that it's fleshed out. Mm-hmm. And so I can go back to that a year, two years later, yeah. and remember exactly what was going on, which is the purpose Unless of journaling. Unless somebody erases it. <laughs> Unless somebody erases it, but thank goodness they take pictures before they do that. Yeah. But it, it, that I can go back to the actual sentence and remember exactly, for the most part, what was going on in my heart and my mind when I wrote it. That is the essence of journaling. I, yeah, that would, is the marker. I would say that's that's journaling. I, I, absolutely. It's just it's serving the same purpose. Well, I think actually that is that has been my biggest hang-up with journaling is that I wanted to create a masterpiece prose. I wanted to write something that was publishable, not not so it would be published, but in my mind that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Because here's what again we go back to the standard of what we've seen, and so I'm looking at Elizabeth Elliot's journals or or um, Jim Elliot's journals yeah. or Keith Green's journals, and I read these and I go, my gosh, these guys were like. Incredible. And so I'm trying to emulate that in my own writings. And what I realize is that that's a sticking point. Now, look, part of part of I have an excuse. Okay, ADD makes it very, very, very hard to write on command. Now, you can write in the moment, but you cannot write so easily on command. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I have to sit down. I have to write. The moment you tell me I have to is the moment I cannot or it's very difficult. But it, the moment you tell me, hey, do it if you want or not, then in the you moment. I, yeah. So so I'm reteaching or trying to relearn that a journal entry could be just a, a prayer, like you said, yeah. or it could be a question. God, I don't understand why these things are happening. Or it could be, Lord, these are the things I'm struggling with in my life. And so it doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't have to be – it doesn't have to have corners it just it's just just basically a soul dump on page. And I yep. think it's part of where why we have confusion about what a journal actually is. Because if you were go go to the bookstore, you go to Hobby Lobby, you go somewhere like that, and actually purchase a journal, what is it? It's a notebook full of lines for sentences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It, yeah. and, and that's the way that it's right. described. And so when you even say the word, you need a journal, that's the first thing that comes to just about anybody's mind is this preconceived idea of, of sentence form. I actually keep um, I, on, on my phone, I have a category on my list called struggles, mm-hmm. as you were describing, Jeff. And it's when I have a struggle that I can't understand that I'm, I'm wrestling with, <laughs> what I'm wrestling with God with, I'll type that down just so that I can look at it and think about it and just be able to process and spend time with God over that particular struggle. You know, um, just in your thinking about this, the word journaling, we're, we're totally in a spiritual context here. But if you um, go to any nutritionist, dietitian, yeah. gym, they're going to tell you to journal your food for every single day. Uh, and, that was a smoking cheeseburger. I just well, ate. and it, it, the, the, basically the, the concept is it's going to surprise you the amount of calories you're taking in, the invisible calories you don't even realize. Those sodas add up. And so um, I've done it. I haven't done this in a while, but I was pretty faithful using an app. Uh, would just logged every single thing that went in my mouth all day long, and then you, when you, when you actually do that, you see, oh my goodness, I'm consuming a lot of calories. I didn't realize it. They're adding up. Same thing if you go to a financial person. Um, yep. You know, I think Dave Ramsey would teach this. I'm not sure, but I, just catalog and, and record every single penny you're spending all month long. At the end of the month, you're going to be surprised at the amount of money you're just wasting on, let's just say, for instance, a $2 drink at Whataburger, possibly. (laughs) This could be an example. So I think I like what you're saying about struggles, because maybe there are struggles that, as we're journaling them, it's, it's, it's helping us to see, you know... We're having these struggles, and then it's able. We're able to go back and go, okay. Well, this is why I'm having a difficulty in this area because I put myself in these different positions every day. You see, what I'm saying it may surprise you at the end of the month, much the same way that finances or uh, or the nutrition, what the food would be. You know, like, oh, there's a loophole I didn't even see in my life. So I don't know. Maybe a journal would do that. Yeah, reveal. I think if you don't write it down, you forget it. It's yeah. kind of it's a leak, and so it just leaks yeah. out. And the spiritual value of journaling. Um, is that you you can physically you can see with your eyes the conversation you're having in your heart, mm-hmm. and hopefully if you can remember where you place your journal, <laughs> you can go back and you can read. And I think God would use that to track where you've come from. Right. You know, in Revelation, um, I can't remember which church he, he was addressing, but one of the churches, uh, seven churches in in uh, Asia Minor, Jesus said, remember the height from which you were falling. Mm-hmm. And the, the context there is, hey, remember where you used to be. You, I, th- I think it was uh, Laodicea, neither hot nor cold. Is that right? Laodicea. So, so it, you, you used to be this way, mm-hmm. but you've, you've fallen. And so we can go back and look at our journal, and we can either see that we have fallen and we've lost some spiritual uh, sensitivity or the whole, the whole opposite thing. I suspect most of the time, if you're journaling, it's going to be the whole opposite thing. But we can we can track our struggles and we can see God's hand in our life more clearly than if we're just re- re- having to remember it. A key part to that, though, is your journal's got to be accurate. Your journal has to be um, real. It has to yeah, be authentic. See, that's that's you know, you a problem. You can't write it for future gener- Like, okay, people are going to read this, like <laughs> Keith Green. So I got to be, you know, no, you got to be real. See that that that's one of my challenges though. The the thought of putting on the paper the deep thoughts and struggles sure. of my soul to where anybody could find it and anybody read it. Could find and read that's it. scary. Sure. Uh, is. is that scary to y'all? Or or is that just me? No, I think that's I mean I, that's a vulnerability that you don't It's been in my thoughts as I've done past journals, yeah. I mean so it's how, like somebody writing a diary, yeah. you know. I mean it, it yeah, you're putting it out there. So how do you do that? Because honestly, that could be used against you. Mm-hmm. 
or it could be it could be misunderstood. I don't know where I heard this somewhere along the along the years, but if if and this is I think really good advice. If you have a very very personal, very deep struggle, something a sin issue that you're really really struggling with, um you can write it in code that only you and God understand. I mean, I know that's crazy, but, but it's actually you're, good, pretty smart. You're still able to journal this struggle. Um, you know, if you're you're struggling with alcohol, you can say, "Man, I can't quit eating these donuts." You see, what I'm saying, and yeah. it, it, it you'll pretty know, smart. they'll know, and people read it and go, "This guy really has an issue with donuts." You know, so I I, I don't know, I, I don't know where I heard that along the years, but uh, that's that's out there. Somebody can use that one. What do you think, Brent? <laughs> I'm trying to put myself in a situation of <clears throat> processing what what I would do if there's something that I'm really struggling with, putting it on on in writing. Um, I don't I don't know I I, I because I'm I, I'm not I'm not in that boat where where you're I'm not worried about writing down something that some future generation is going to find and, and say, well, he wasn't who he said he was or, or, or any of that. I, and I'm, I'm not there right now. So I'm, I, I can't really speak into well, that. Well, maybe not even future generations, but you know, you leave it laying by the bed and the wife reads it or, you know, you leave it on your desk and one of these guys, other guys reads it. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a sin issue. It could be questions. I mean, what, just for instance, let, let, I'm not, but let's say I'm doubting the existence of God. If I write that down and right. then my buddy picks it up because he's spending the night, uh, th- th- I was just... <laughs> let, we understand. Let me, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking as a teenager, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> just, but just, Jeff and I are having a sleepover this weekend. <laughs> there are bunk beds. <laughs> you know, funny story. I'll tell you that one later. Where my onesie? <laughs> Oh yeah, so so let's say I'm a teenager, I, and I write this. I'm really doubting or questioning God. My mom's cleaning my room because she because it's not her kind of clean in parentheses, right? No, those, and are, she, those are quotes, not oh, yeah, in quotes. <laughs> so she picks up my journal and she opens it and she reads it. She goes, "Oh my goodness, my child is is doubting the existence of God," mm-hmm. and then she can't help herself but to ask, "Hey, why are you doubting the existence?" I mean that no, it's that's an issue. A, that's yeah. a real issue when. What you were really doing is just saying out loud some wrestling thoughts on the inside. Yeah. So they're not sin issues. They're just struggles, you know? Yeah. Um, that's the kind of, 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 of question that I, that, I, that I wonder about. So how deep can I go inside my journal? Because my brain is working all the time. And some people I'm okay sharing with those things, but not everybody. I think if we once again do what we say not what we do but i think if you really are wanting to journal and use it for what it's designed for you you've got to go to the deeper parts yes and so but i do get it um some things can be embarrassing and and it, you know what if and honestly if if you're embarrassed to write it on the paper and you're like oh what if somebody then, then actually is revealing this really is an yeah. issue um but I don't have a problem with using the code. Just make sure you know what the code thing is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Man, when I was that age, I had a problem with donuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean. I had a problem with donuts. I had a problem with dogs. I had yeah, a problem. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, I, But I don't know. I, once again, going to the financial and to the, and to the nutrition kind of thing, I, you only you can only uh, see and track what you've done if you're honest about where you spent your money or where you've eaten your, your food. So you got to be honest with your life as well. And, uh, and 
I'll just get real here for an instance. So hmm. let, let's say somebody so you've been is, fake all this time. No, no, I haven't been fake, but um, but I'm about to take it to another level hmm. here. So let's say that that a guy is is journaling about uh, sexual sins, they are or lust and this kind of stuff. If they're being honest in their journal, they can possibly at the end of a month see a trend that they're this is happening after other things are happening. So then they, that's where you can see the pattern and you go, okay, this is happening after I uh, am, you know, depressed or after I am um, something, after I've had a big fight, or, you know, whatever it may be. Then that's where you can start seeing the trends and going, okay, these are dangerous situations for me that I've got to be very careful about. So, but I don't think you see those patterns unless you put it down there. And I can see how that, that would be embarrassing or, or at least the ri- scary to, to write that down. You know, I mean, what teenage guy is going to want to write that lead that laying by their bedside for mom to possibly read? That's going to scare yeah. them to death. Well, it's also, <clears throat> we don't have to handwrite it down. With technology, there's a thousand different journal apps for phones and for yeah. computers. In fact, I love typing notes on, on my phone because mm-hmm. I can actually use Siri and use my voice recording and record 10 times faster than I could type it. And, and so for me, the, all of my journals now are electronic hmm. and I'm, I'm one of the, I like to be organized. So I have it calendared by, by topic and by year and color coded, th- you know, things of that nature. So, um, I got to tell everybody, we, we mentioned that you're bored a minute ago. It went and it looks beautiful right now. First of all, Brent's handwriting is perfect. Like it's just, I, if you put me on, I a, think he's you, a girl. You honestly. put me, well, even not just perfect, but like you put me on a whiteboard I and hate my handwriting. Well, but, <laughs> but if I'm going from the left side of the board to the right side of the board, it's going to be at a, <laughs> at an 45 angle. degree angle. By the time I get to the other side, you're just like straight across. And then there are circles and diagrams and arrows and, at one point, I don't know if anybody out there has seen that movie, The Beautiful Mind, back uh-huh. in the day, but yeah, just I was like, like this yeah. is, Brent is like the mad genius in this office, you know, I just like, want to work in a dry erase board it's room. Where awesome. nothing well, you know what? That's been our, bottom. that's been our dream. And some, at some point we're going to do it. Top a room that's nothing but dry erase on four corners. Jeff uses his quite a bit. I had one of them off, so I finally got it taken down because it. it was white. <laughs> I think that's what we put in the youth room. <laughs> yeah, it's, I never used it, so. I use mine. For for things that I need to visually work out, yeah, you know, and, uh, and and to remember, and then I'll yeah. erase it. I liked your idea though, and actually just gave me an idea about. Um, hey, journal on the on the board for us, will well, you? No, I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> we was, would really like to read your journal. Yeah, I'll journal. Right, matter of fact, I'll put one out in the, the hallway yes, of the church, so in the youth room. You so journal on Sunday it. morning, yeah. basically in front of everybody <laughs> through a microphone. So. Donuts, 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 donuts. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh my goodness! Scarlet letter. <laughs> Today's podcast brought to you by Krispy Kreme. Um, yeah, big Sinner Scarlet. Kevin. So I don't know. What's, oh, you gave me an idea. Um, the the whole app thing. Um, so yeah, that's I mean that's what I use for food journaling, and there's definitely financial ones out there, and I'm sure that there there are tons. I know there are apps for journaling, but actually typing, but uh, doing the audio. Um, I spend a great deal of time in the car. That might be actually an idea we could pick up on. Just just do a audio journal, audio journal as you drive huh. kind of thing. I don't know. You know what? I can't do that though. To me, I have to write it down with my hand in order for the thoughts to flow through. I've tried to do the typing yeah. thing, and it doesn't. I can't type as fast as I can write by hand, and it just there, there's a there's a, a writer's block when I start typing. Probably going back to my writing days. Yeah. <laughs> just it, it puts me in that place of 
not a good place. But all of these are examples of different ways of yeah, doing sure. the same thing. So there's based not on a right correct way, yeah, way. way that you're wired, what works for you. The idea is spending time <laughs> thinking about what God's doing in your heart, mm-hmm. in your mind, direction, questions, and life, mm-hmm. and documenting it so that you can think through it and process it more. I think the overall value of journaling is that you are processing and, and spending time with your thoughts. Yep. And and that to me is the goal, as opposed to just thinking something and passing passing through. Well, once again, the Bible does talk quite a bit about yeah. meditating, uh, and I think that's what journaling is just a method of meditating. Think of a cow. Okay. Ooh. Got it. <laughs> think of a chocolate cow. Oh. Uh, okay. Makes so milk. so yeah. you know, I a... never saw a purple cow. <clears throat> I never hoped to see one, but I can tell you anyhow, I'd rather see them be one. Dr. Seuss, right? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. (laughs) That's one of my earliest childhood memories is the purple cow. Uh, Green eggs. Thanks for listening today, guys. Yeah, we have have really fallen off the cliff. Here's what I was saying. So a cow doesn't just eat like a a lawnmower. He'll he'll eat it. He'll chew it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's got multiple stomachs, and then he will basically— regurgitate it and keep chewing it and that's that's a processing yeah. breaking it down so that it will benefit his body i think that is what the scripture means by meditating mm-hmm. it's not just chunk it, it's not scarfing it down like my dog eats his dog food right when that when that dog when the dinner bell rings my dog goes in there he's like he's crouched over the bowl he's eating as lo- as fast as he can every now and then he'll come up for a breath and he'll go back mm-hmm. in it i mean it's a sight to see right that's not what God intends for us to do when it comes to time with him. Mm-hmm. It's much more slow, much yeah. more much much it's less quantity, more quality. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. One it's, verse is better than 10 verses. I've heard this said many times. If you're reading and there's nothing wrong with reading the Bible in a year, but if you're going to do that, you got to read, you know, three chapters a day ish, something like that. Um, but it'd be better to when you get to a verse that says, you know, uh Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. If you're not doing that, you might as well just stop right there. <laughs> you know? yeah. Chew on that for a while. So that's that's making the Bible uh, become a part of you when you do that. Awesome. Any final words? We're out of time today. That was a good conversation. Well, that's good. We need a journal. Yeah, we should journal. Or do we need to? Okay. I'm just <laughs> All right. So you want to do a challenge? You want to journal the next seven days? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. That way it's your fault, not mine. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm seriously going to write the word donuts on every whiteboard around this campus. That'd be fun. You know what? I'm going to slip that in the message Sunday morning. Get it in. Okay. Just to. Yeah. All right. Guys, thank you for listening. This is Messy Christianity, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening to Messy Christianity. Three guys talking about life, faith, and everything in between. Want to know more? Check us out at www.storypointchurch.com or www.messychristianity.com.